In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Baby, you know the name. 
explain my role, also known as my role flame. Coming with laughs and coming with jams. On Love Lounge, baby, you better catch it when you can. Dropping knowledge from fatherhood to politics. Shouting out comics, just paying homage. What's up, Tiff? Yeah, you know she ready. Shot Towns on speaking to the grown and sexy. We gon' laugh, cut up and kick it. And at the end, we leave it with just to lift your spirit. Make you wanna revisit. Tell your friends, take a listen. Young folks say it's lit. Old folks say we dig it. Can't no bitch do what you do. This is comedian Slam Monroe, and welcome to this week's episode of Laugh and Learn, where we are here to give it to you on the political aspect, the life aspect, the hodgepodge entertainment aspect, my aspect, and my lovely co-host, the one and only Toots Miss. I can't. I just can't. The, the lady herself <laughs> is Bobby Clifford. Hello, Bobby Clifford. Hi, <laughs> Slam Monroe. Oh my Did- God! I'm glad to have you. First of all, Bobby, I want to thank you for being here, hanging out with me this like this whole season. And I get such positive love. They said they love us together. I said I can't. I just can't. We're like the we're like the yin and yang, or the ebony and ivory of podcast. How do you like that? How about I be ivory and you can be the ebony? Oh, oh, I don't know. You might have to give me a few tips. Oh, I got a tip. All right, I got a tip. All right, Bobby, I miss you. It's 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 just um, what happened this week? Oh, I had a great oh. show Monday, but I had to cut out early because Why? I had another. Uh, I had another uh, engagement. Another re- okay, good. And then uh, what else happened this week? Oh, and Did I did you- Earthquake show last week, and it came out yesterday uh, on Quake Where? House on Kevin Hart's radio station. I think it's Sirius Fifty Four, and Seriously. I have not heard it, but I'm, I'm telling you, I encourage my listeners not to listen to it because we clown <laughs> so bad. Oh my god. I'm almost embarrassed how much I cut up on there. It was the best time with uh, Earthquake, who's my friend, my co-host Memphis Will every Monday at the uh, Free Voices at the Hollywood Laugh Factory, uh, Omar, Jay Dorsey, who played Hollywood on Queen Sugar, uh, and I can't think of the other two comics' names, but oh my God, we clown so bad. Oh. I'm almost embarrassed to say I had too much fun, Bob. <laughs> oh, I don't think so. I don't think so. What was the subject matter? Were you just goofing around we or was were, there any topic? Right. So Earthquake would throw questions at us and ask us all of our answers and woo. And oh. it's just, it's a good time. It's, it's, it, I would say it's good, clean fun, but there was nothing clean about this fun, y'all. <laughs> we cut the up. Best. Oh, my God. It was so much fun. It was such a delight. Thank you, Earthquake, and to all the crew for having me on there. We can say, y'all get a chance. Y'all go and listen to it. It's on Heartbeat Radio on Sirius Radio, which is Kevin Hart's station. I think that's 54. I believe that. I wonder if it's mm-hmm. on YouTube because I'm going to peek on YouTube too because I'd like to see if there's if they filmed it. I always love that. I love to see people's um, mannerisms and all that stuff. Um, oh yeah, so- I think they did film it, Bobby. I think there's a possibility that it is on YouTube. What else happened this week? Oh, I found out that uh, my my driver's license was suspended, not suspended, expired. Let me make sure oh, yeah, I get the word. Big difference. Right. Big difference. B- very big difference. And the only reason I found that out because I had went to an establishment and you had to show your ID and they wouldn't let me in because <gasps> my ID was expired. Did they card you? Did they card you? 
They caught everybody, so <laughs> let me get away like I'm 21. Oh, for the love of God, I was trying to get It was a you. place that you couldn't get in without an ID. So, yeah, everybody got caught. I love when they ask me for ID. Girl, you should see me rushing to my purse to find an ID. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I didn't know that, so I had to go to the DMV to, you know, get my license because it takes about a week or so for your license to come in the mail here when you have to renew it or, right. you know, update it. And so, Bobby, what I learned there was this country sucks. Let me just say that. We do not look out for, I've had a bad military experience with the DMV. Now I've had this experience at the, um, at the DMV, I'm sure it's not the DMV, at the VA, which is the Veterans Administration. Right. But then yesterday I had this experience. So I, you, to renew your thing, you have to stand in the line, first of all. You, and then you, they give you a thing to go and register at the computer before they give you a number to sit down. There was a man there. He was 84 years old. I only know that because I typed in his information. He was born in 1939. I only know that because The Wizard of Oz was made in 1939. If y'all know me, <laughs> y'all know that is my favorite movie. And um, he was, uh, uh, I think, well, no, he was a Caucasian man. But his girlfriend or wife was foreign. And they were older. And he was shaky old with the cane shaking and everything. Yeah. But he yeah. was sitting at the computer. And nobody helped him. They just told him to go type. Because in order to go to the next step, you had to log in on the computer and, and, and put all your information. And he says, well, I'm an old, older man. I don't know how to use the computer. So I, I went and did, man. It took all the four minutes. And I was like, excuse me, sir. If you don't mind, I'll sit here and help you. So I sat there and helped him. We put all his information in. He cracked jokes with me and woo, woo, woo. Um, and we just talked a little bit. And I'm thinking to myself, they should have people here mm -hmm. to assist the elderly or the the impaired to because these teenagers uh, sit on the damn computer all day anyway. Why right. not let them make money and help people to do this? And the old man was so cute because he slid a twenty in my purse. I was like, "Oh, I don't need your money. I didn't do it for the money." Although I did go to Chick Fil A off that twenty. Let me just tell you. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but I just it really made me look at America like, "Oh my God, we all these out of work teenagers during the summer when they're in high school, they need summer jobs." Hire two a day, you know, two or three days a week to help these people. We just, we are so disregarding to the elderly and to the mentally ill here, mm -hmm. to the veterans who fought to keep this yeah. country safe, and to the people that are mentally challenged. Oh, my God, it's a mess, Bobby. And I just thought, of, and, and had I not experienced that, I probably would have never thought about it. No, I think I I think you're exactly right. I, I would love to see I'd love to see them have jobs. But I also think we don't teach. We've talked about this before. We don't teach our kids to do uh, service, you know, the acts of service any longer. It used to be people would go into the Peace Corps or military. You, you know, that that was one of the things you just mentioned. They, you'd be a candy striper. You do things just to help. Sometimes it looked good on. A, so to, in today's day and age, it would look good on a college application. Um, if you couldn't get a job and maybe only just a couple hours a week, but you're right. Think of what that waiting room would have looked like if these people were able to just be fly right through and get to the next step. Uh, and, and what the, about the, blind the, people? Like who's helping yeah. the blind people? Right. It was, and, and to me, and I'm not bashing the, the, the DMV, but they were so disregarding and the workers yeah. that I experienced, I'm not going to say all the workers, but the workers that I experienced, that I watched was so unkind, that's the word I'm going to say, was so unkind for no reason. You behind a damn glass booth. It don't even pay cost nothing to be pleasant. It's your job. If you didn't want the job, then find something else to do. Yeah. But they were so cut and dry and unpleasant. It, it, it was, 
it was disheartening to me. And they were, I'm sorry to say that they were, they both were black. And uh, I was like, oh my God, this don't even make no damn sense. But, so that, I just but the co- help the color man. has, yeah, it has nothing to do with it. It's just no, people but, in certain jobs just oh, miserable. Bobby, no, 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 Bobby. I have experienced horrible service since the pandemic everywhere. Everywhere I travel, right. the service have not, that has not been the same since before the pandemic. And it wasn't great before either. No, no, no. <laughs> might have been a little bit better, but it wasn't. Yeah. You don't do customer service. It's, you know, it's, yeah. I hate AI for that reason. I don't, I don't do self checkout. I don't work there. I don't like AI. I don't. I like having a personal. Good morning. How was your day, Bobby? I, do I can too. imagine you in a, if you worked in a grocery store and you were a checker, Bobby, they would fire you. Your lines would be ten feet long. And no, they would. I go. I went to. So talking about Chick Fil A, I, I go to Chick Fil A all the time. It's remote learning. I mean, remote work. Excuse me. I told you. I kind kind of like glom onto the people. They're my staff and my people that I'm able to see through the day. My cousin came with me because we had a death in the family. And uh, it, it was actually just right across from where my, my aunt had just passed. And he said, my God, you're like President Obama in here when you come in. I'm like, because I'm here every day. <laughs> but um, yeah, I never, I never met a stranger. So y- you're right. I probably wouldn't be good at it. But I like, I like um, a little bit. I like a little touch. I like a little hello. I like a smile. Uh, it, it doesn't take a whole lot. I don't need a lot of it because I also don't need to know your, your life story because I tend to, I have like some sort of flipping magnet for those people. But, um, but I like you a want, Bobby, for the record, you're one of those people. Just let me let you know that. <laughs> no, I'm in denial. I'm in denial. <laughs> but I like, a, I like oh. a little something. I, I do like a little something. I just, um, I just wish that our culture here was a little more like right. the Asian. The Asians yep. really look at their elderly like the yes. wise, and they, they they look out for them. I don't know what we're going through here, but that that's a listen. If we're going down that rabbit hole, let's continue to go by. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year? Their year. These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. 
The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. So in Georgia, a very young couple have mm. had experienced a horrible tragedy uh, during childbirth. Um, apparently, or oh, they're still trying to figure out the, all the kinks to this story, that the baby was decapitated during childbirth. So they don't, we don't know who's their fault to blame, but they have a lawsuit against the hospital and the doctor and everything. But we're waiting for the story to unfold anyway from here at Laugh and Learn. For right. myself, personally, Bobby Clifford, everybody produces... We are sending love and condolences and hugs mm. to that family because that is it's one thing to lose a child, especially at childbirth, but the way to lose that child is a whole awful. Jeez, it is it is. I'm telling you, that is and they're young, so it ugh. Right. The only and I feel like I'm one of those old people, you know, when people say, Oh my God, they're she's so her face is so pretty, but she's so whatever. But they're young, I'm gonna say it's, they're young. I hope they have more kids. I'm hope it's not like thank God they're not 45 and this was their one and only chance. But it sounds like um, we're going to have to wait for the autopsy. But it sounds like something went awry just during the you know a complication during the pregnancy, and they were yeah. trying to get the baby out. And so we'll see if they were negligent or not. But what a catastrophe for the poor young parents! Oh, Bob, you just planted. 
Yeah, you just planted a seed in my head, though. So you know what kind of fear, as the mother and the father, I would have of having another baby. Right. Not necessarily even at that hospital, but of who's assisting me to come out. I would probably have to get in the bathtub and get a midwife and just, I got, yeah, don't touch it. Let me just do all the pushing. Something. Or or I might be saying, I want a cesarean. I don't want to ever take a chance that the shoulder gets caught in the canal again. Let's just schedule a cesarean so that I know this little one's going to get out. I don't know if we even get any of those choices, but um, at 20, what a catastrophic, catastrophic thing to happen. And the poor little baby, the poor baby. God got the baby. Prayers to the family, prayers yeah. to all involved, even prayers to the doctor because it could have been human right. error. It could have been human error. Yeah. So because I'm sure that they have a conscience and they are going through something. Too, oh so. my God! I can't yeah. even. I'd be terrified to to have another another delivery. Um, th- yeah. I don't think that's something that you get over either. To be quite honest with you. Yeah. Um, but stuff we can't get over. How? What do you think about that, Megan the Stallion? Um, I think Megan got pictures hanging. The, the men in prison got pictures <laughs> of Megan hanging up on their walls. And if they can't get to Megan, they're going to get what was close to Megan. And he's on his way for 10 years. Everybody is looking at that story and looking at that story in a different way. And everybody's saying, well, they, he shouldn't have did this. And, we and Bobby, I'm just going to say it like this. From what I have seen from when this story first unfolded, from Megan's mm-hmm. side, because I'm not, I didn't take sides on this at all anyway. I had no dog in this race. Um, she always tried to protect him from not wanting to press charges to even when the story first broke, she did not blame him or fault him. He took to social media to make her look bad, even while she was defending him, knowing that he had shot her. I, I saw love from her side. I saw narcissists from his side. You wouldn't, I mean, she wouldn't have had a choice. It doesn't make a difference if she wasn't going going to, um, if she wasn't going to press charges. It's a gunshot wound. There, a hospital where she had to go, they're mandatory yeah. reporters. They found bullet fragments in the foot, and so it's automatically reported. There is no choice. He seems, you know, I didn't know a lot about this. I remember it sort of happening, like the names and stuff, but I didn't have a lot of the detail. But it doesn't, he's he's unapologetic, which is just sort of strange to me. And he, you know, he's got crimes that he committed. He, he had assault with a semi-automatic firearm. He was carrying a loaded, unregistered firearm while in a vehicle and discharging a firearm with gross negligence. And he's, he's innocent. Well, and, he, he, and, and no matter what they, no matter how you package it, box it, he was drunk, he was, he was under the influence, whatever you say. Listen, a gun has no name or a bullet has no name on right? it. It could have ricocheted off of a building and went into somebody's apartment and hit a kid. It, Absolutely. It could, have, it could have ricocheted and hit her in her uterus or in her gut or something, her face. You know, her yeah. throat was make some money for singing. And ra- so that it, I don't think that they were too lenient. I think, and I think like exactly what you said, from what he has shown us, he didn't have much remorse. He didn't show any. He showed no remorse. He felt like I was invincible and the court reminded him that you are not. Yeah, no, it it is. I, um, you've got to be, because it might not have been her foot. If he was just up, as you said, just the, the gun just pointed up a little bit, could have been right through her head. So, um, I think the people who it's like the whole thing with Trump, I think what gets him in trouble with all these indictments is that he's unapologetic, that nothing is ever his fault. And if he just said, 
for instance, even with the documents, right? He just said, like Pence and Biden and anybody else, oh, here, sorry, and, and Hillary Clinton, here you go. I didn't even realize they were in there. Send your people in to make sure that I'm clean and I don't have anything out. If he just did that, we wouldn't even be even having talking about that conversation about that indictment. And so I think he's the same. Had he just said, I'm sorry, I was impaired. I had no right to have the gun in the, in the car, blah, blah, blah. It, but no, he just, him saying, I'm not going to apologize. I think it, that bit him in the bottom. The arrogance of him also got him sent to state prison because he is a celebrity. State prison will not be the same as Club Med Federal Prison. It will not be the same. Oh, no. I got to tell you, I know he's a celebrity. I never heard of him, Flame. So I, I was feeling Look, a little Bobby, old. Bobby Clifford, don't feel bad. Guess what? Me either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, Megan the Stallion guy. I'm like, who is he? Um, you know, she I, was, I, but I didn't know who he was. And allegedly, that is what tra- what the argument transpired about them arguing over their damn career. That's why it's so catchy, Jay, somebody in your profession, especially when you feel like you're in a competition with them. Now, we don't know that story to be true, but that's the one of the stories that right. was linked, that they were arguing over who was the most famous or the most I'm like, are you serious? Yeah. No, I can't. I, I don't get I, I don't think that's what a relationship is supposed to be about. You're supposed to elevate and support each other and be happy that the other one is moving forward and kind of push them. So... Um, I mean, she still has nerve damage on her foot. She can't feel the back of her foot. So, which, you know, if you're on heels and stuff, you know, that, that can be dangerous. You, you know, you sort of need your, you need your feet underneath you. She's awfully young to have that happen. But, uh, I, I, I saw this first on that Gail King interview last year. It was last year or the year before. And I thought she was kind of brave. She, she seemed, I don't know if there was a lot of domestic abuse or, or just verbal abuse in the house. But it seemed like she was alluding to, you know, she didn't want to report him either is because she was just nervous that that would lead to something else. It's like when any of these poor domestic abuse um, victims, uh, they try to keep their mouth shut because the beating that they're going to take when they get home from jail is going to be worse than what happened to them that night. So I, I hope that's not her situation. Um, I hope he learns something in jail. I don't know if he will claim. Uh, he, there's, they're appealing it. So... We'll, we'll, well see. We'll see what actually yeah. happens. And I think he's actually a Canadian resident, so we'll 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 see how this yeah. plays out. But I I'm not I'm not I wasn't for or against him getting any um any time. But I I I'm not giving him a pass on this because that's still a woman. You're about two feet shorter than her, but she's still a woman. So. <laughs> and and you, he shouldn't be doing it. Period. I mean, he really could have hurt somebody. Got got hurt at yeah. a party. You know, this was supposed to be a, a kind of a fun event, right? Um, whatever and, they was, can I just say this? Whatever they was drinking, I'll never want that. I don't want that. I I'm good. <laughs> can you believe we're at a day 102 of the SAG and writer strike? It seems kind of crazy. Well, yeah, the, but they went to the table today. So allegedly, the uh, SAG has sent a proposal to the writer. So we'll see. Fingers and Because toes. this is, we're losing a lot of revenue here. But thank you, uh, Taylor Swift. For all the revenue that you brought here, we talked about that. But it, it, people are people are having a really hard time here, Bobby. I mean, you would. I mean, that's what makes the world go around it, especially in your area for for sure. In California, yeah. I can't even imagine just the craft service people. If there's no not no service to to give, they're not getting paid. So um, those people, the people that do the laundry and all that. I'm so glad that I, I don't try to live above my means. I mean, it's, it gets tight, but I don't try to, because it's too hard to try to keep up. I right. can't keep up. 
Well, you can't, I don't think, especially in your area that you, unless you were at the very top, I mean, I don't even know who that would be because you can always be taken down. I mean, look at, look at Billy Porter. Now Billy's also going through, I'm sure, contentious divorce. So I think that's financially is probably hitting him a little bit too. Um, but you know, he's saying he has to sell the house and whatnot and they're 102. That's only a few months out. They tell us to keep what, uh, six months of, of your bills in, in the bank and, a year, really. That's what uh, Susie Orman wants you to have. But that's he's somebody that's he's in a great position with a great platform, and, and even he is being affected by this. So, and yeah. he's sort of versatile. He could he can go stage, he can go TV, he could go movie. He's you know he's lucky. I was about to say, Bobby, versatile. What you know about that? You laid up with Billy Porter before. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but speaking of which, is a wonderful segue. Um, to what do you think of Wayne Brady? Versatile. Wait, no, no, uh, crockpot sexual. No, I'm sorry, skillet. <laughs> I'm sorry, pansexual. Let me get it right, damn it. I, I, well, listen, if that's what makes him happy to say, I listen. I had to look it up because I didn't even know what it meant. But, but I didn't either. And I don't know if, so I would have thought that was back in the day, we would have just called that by, right? So you would take right. anybody that came. But I think now that we're getting a little bit more descriptive. So it, it being a trans man or a trans woman would be in, the, in that as well. He's not parsing out anybody. He's not just saying man and, you know, absolutely anybody. He said it's bisexual with an open attitude or something to that effect, which I thought was hysterical. Um, but, I mean, God bless him. He's being supported by his daughter and his ex-wife. In fact, they have some new reality show in Hulu. Uh, his ex-wife and partner had a baby, and he's considered to be co-parenting. He has the baby as well. So I thought, they have really come. What ever happened when you broke up with people and you hated their guts? <laughs> now you do reality shows. You're helping the baby daddy raise that kid. This, this new generation know how to market that dollar. They know how to make that money with the scandal. And they know that the scandal makes the money. The worst, this this country rewards bad behavior. Excuse this me. world rewards bad yes. behavior. Right so now. why not? We're doing it for the presidency, so why not do it for yeah. TV? It's entertaining. If we, if you want to watch a show about self-help and healing and how to feel better about who you are, good luck with that. It's a few out here like that. But if it's something where they're fighting and cussing and BF bitching and MFing and sleeping with each other, oh, my God, that is. That's why Jerry Springer lasted for so many years. Jerry Springer was a very popular show. And let me just be lying. let me just be very honest. I do miss the Jerry. Springer. <laughs> oh my god! I thought that show was off. I mean, it was it was always it was like you were in the trenches, like the worst of the worst. You know, you'd have a one-armed stripper who was having trouble picking up her ones. Um, and then she won when she got a few challenges. She was, uh, so that was, but speaking of, so that's another great, you're, you're just opening them up this time. Speaking of, of, uh, dysfunction, what do you think about the Alabama melee where the, uh, co-captain was trying to have the ferry come in? I get a lot of mixed feelings with this because I've been trying to watch a lot of the different clips. And I think that, again, I've heard you say a million times, the pieces that, of the initial people that were involved when it was just fists, I didn't have as much a problem with that. I didn't like, I know the chair is like a big meme now, but the kid who hit with the chair, I don't know if it's the same one. Two of the people he hit were not a threat to him. One was a woman that had already been taken out on the ground. 
you know, and he could have done real damage to her. And one was just a guy getting off the boat, literally just getting off the boat. Not, I think he wanted to get the hell out of there and he got slammed in the head. There was also a woman. No, go ahead. I want to ask you a very personal question for our listeners right here on Laugh and Learn. I want, and I want you to be very honest with me, Bobby Clifford. I was, you know, I was. As a white woman, how did that make you feel? And I want you to tell me the raw emotion because I'm going to tell you how it made me feel as a black person. I didn't, I first had trouble uh, filtering it. I was trying to parse out in the beginning because the pieces are so jumbled. I was trying to figure out is this racism or is it privilege? And when I say privilege, the black man, take away that he was black, that he, let's say he was a white man that was a co-captain that told this guy. I was trying to figure out if the guy just didn't like anybody telling him what to do and where to park his boat or, or, and, or was it because he was black? And so I was trying to figure out what, because I'm talking about the initial guy when they were just screaming at each other. I'm, I'm talking like, about when you saw the, those people when fighting, that kid like, jumped even with in, that man yeah. hitting with the chair. Yes. How did that make you feel, Bobby? No, not good. I, I, that, that, I, oh, go ahead. No, no, I, no. I thought that, I, 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 thought, I that. felt like that, the, the chair hitter, I thought he was racist. I thought the kid who jumped in, when the two people were yelling, I still can't tell if that was racist. I can't tell if that guy was just an a-hole who didn't want to be told. But the young kid, when the young kid jumped in and hit the black man and he, and he threw the hat off, first of all, what the hell did he get involved? Nobody invited. You don't have to go to, my mother used to say, you don't have to go to every argument that you're invited to. Nobody even invited him. Those two were taking care of it themselves. And then so, it unfolded. Yeah. So I love, I love what you said, Bobby. I love that you said that you thought the black kid with the chair was racist because on the, we are the exact opposite of that. I thought the, I thought the situation was a, a teach racist, but it was more to me exactly what you said. It was privileged and they looked like they had been inebriated. They looked drunk. Right. So just, that just, escalates anything. But yep. it was also in Montgomery, Alabama. So it could have definitely could have been racism and definitely racism involved. It could. As a black person, I love that we, I, this is my truth. I, I love that we were standing up, standing up for ourselves, and we were supporting each other. I love other. that too. But yep. as an American, it saddened me so much to think that that is which way this fucking country is headed. That, that, and that is my other truth. I don't want to see us fighting with each other. I want to see us loving on each other. The scariest part about us having a race war or a civil war is that our enemies are waiting on us to be distracted fighting each other so that they can move in. And it won't matter what we look like, identify as, or nationality. We're going to all be the exact same thing. We're going to all be dead. While we fighting over fucking race and color. Stupid. yeah, and, and I've seen all the chair memes and everybody making their jokes about it. And, you know, I'm the biggest prankster and jokester. I don't know if I find it funny, Bobby, because I'm a, I am just hate what I see the writings on the wall of how it makes us look as Americans. No, and I agree with that. And I feel I feel like I don't have enough angles. I think they have 20 different people were filming it. And I, I in order to make a really educated um, decision or give a, a really true opinion on it, I feel like I need to see all of those angles. So a, a perfect, for instance, was in the beginning, so the young kid jumps in, and then you have two more white white guys. I don't know if they're young, because all these films, are they're blurry, so I can't get a good look at them. Um, I don't know if they were just a bunch of more drunk people, uh, drunk people jumping in. And then a woman who has a, a mint green cover-up gets in. 
And what she was doing, I've so far I've seen three different angles. She had the kid that initially was the aggressor that, that, that hit the black man first. She had him by the hair of the head. And she was trying to get him off of the man. Mm. But then somebody came in and started beating the shit out of her. <laughs> and excuse my language, everybody. <clears throat> but she was, I don't think they realized that she was trying to help. She jumped off the boat. to have, Now, it could have been her kid. She could have been screaming at him like, what the hell is wrong? You know, because that's what I would have been killing my kid. Um, but she was trying to get him off and drag him. And somebody came in and started punching one side of her head. Then someone got her from the behind and was punching her from behind. And all she was trying to do was break up the fight. And I'm I thought, say that, it's not funny. No, none of us won with that. Because that, that, that really all. shows you where we are headed or where we are in America. But it will be interesting to see down the pipelines how the, the how the crimes are dealt with in court because a lot of those people I got arrested. So, so it's going to be diff- very interesting to see some of the people who did some of the same things if they get the same charges. I just want to see that. But that's what they're going to have to parse out. So in in my opinion, I think that the kid, and he seemed young, he seemed like a kid because I don't think it was, he was well thought out. And I don't know if he was running on adrenaline. I don't know if... He was running on alcohol as well. But the kid with the chair, I think, is going to do worse out of everybody. Because, as I said, he, these people weren't threats. If they were threats, then he would have something to lean back on, right? He'd say, they were coming at me. But that lady in the red cover-up, she, look, she looks like Dwight Tr- like Alabama. Is, she looks she like <laughs> she, I mean, I don't know what else. Oh, to, why would you not call the lady WWT? <laughs> hey, I'm, 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 uh, I'm up in the north, so we just don't look like that. Because she was loaded. She seemed like she was loaded. and she was. But what, she was literally down, kind of dazed already. And what, he really came down on her head with that chair. And uh, even the, the clip of the film I saw, the person who got it went, oh, my God, he's going to jail. You know, because she wasn't, if she was coming at him, different story. Um, so I think I have a feeling he's going to do the worst only cause he had like a, if you want to call that a weapon. Um, uh, I don't know if there were other people that had shares. I don't, I'm still trying to tease it out. And I got to be honest, it, it makes me sick to my stomach as I'm doing it. Cause I don't like violence to begin with. Um, I think I would have yeah. liked to have seen the co-captain and the initial guy figure out how they were going to resolve that to begin with. Cause I don't think uh, other than that young kid jumping them, I don't know if we would have had any violence at all. If they just well, literally the cap- screamed at each well, other. The cap- well, the captain of the boat did an interview, I believe it was with, Rick, with Ricky Smiley, and oh, he was very forthcoming. He was very forthcoming, and he said that the 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 co the, the co captain, the big black guy, had asked yeah. him nicely. He was he kept asking him nicely, and then he just went and moved that boat maybe four, like four inches or four feet, or whatever it. he had to do, so they could park. And the guy just came after him. It is it is very tragic all the way around. <laughs> we gonna wait to see what how that unfolds. But I'm telling you, America. We got to stop this while we distracted fighting each other. Y'all know they waiting to That's get right. us. Y'all better stop. It, and you're exactly right. There's too many, there's too many other things. And we're talking, look at this. We have people who are still in poverty. We have a, a, an ex-president who is being indicted. And what are we talking about? The melee in Alabama. Like we're not yeah. even talking about something that that's important, but I think if those two initial people had gone at it, there might've been a, a punch or two, like some fisticuffs. But there would not have been the literal brawl. Uh, and with women getting involved, oh, I know. And I know that's sexist to say that, but that even made me more sick. 
seeing the women fighting each other, I thought was like, oh, Bobby, like, you oh, are. Th- oh, you're a sexist, I really Bobby. am. I, I'm, I am an old broad. I'm an old broad. I can't, I can't stand it. That really, um, that really kind of turned my stomach. I thought we have got to be doing better than this. This is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, um, I'm telling you, Bobby, it, it, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm human. Every emotion came over me as a different nationality. But then as an American, I was like, this is tragic for us. This is so sad for us. But we have let somebody speak and divide and continue to divide us when we're Americans. And we keep forgetting that. We want to American was, what is America? A melting pot. Isn't that what they say? People That's came from everywhere. Yeah. And how do you think one person dominated if people came from everywhere to make America... Yeah. What is oh my god, it's just okay. Let me stop. I'm getting deep in the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs. There's no room to fake it when the NBA championship is on the line. Every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real, real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. 
ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Where are we going, Bobby? Where are we going? Where so, we going? I mean, what we should be talking about, and it's just a mention, is when it has me so sad, and I'm sure you as well, is things that are important that we should be trying to figure out are, what are we going to do with the poor people in Hawaii? You know, with, with the Hurricane oh, Dora and the low... Hawaii, my, right? Maui, on the, Bobby, I, say, I saw it on the World oh, News earlier, God. and they, it has wiped out beautiful neighborhoods yep. right on the ocean. And people always say, well, they got money, they can recover. Insurance don't give you back memories. No. Insurance don't give you back blankets that your great-grandmother no. made no. for you and pictures, and pictures of your children. Yep. Oh, my God. I thought it was so tragic. And one man was on here, the Hawaiian guy, and he, he, was, he looked broken. Asia, you know, Hawaiian Asian guy. Right. And you, pain is pain. I don't care about no color. I can feel his pain. And he said he lost everything and his neighbors lost everything. Oh, my God. It just it was so tragic, Bobby. That is so sad. It, it is. And you don't get back the landscape. You don't get back the paradise flame. You know, it will take hundreds of years. So how many generations are going to miss what the beauty of Hawaii actually was? I've never been yet. I've, I've been dying to go to Hawaii. It's just something I'm not a great flyer. So for coming from Boston, it's a it's a huge flight. So I was kind of building up my my nerve to do it. But you're not going to get that. They had somebody who um, that was on the news that I saw, and it touched me. They were staying at the Marriott, and the kids wanted snacks. So he walked down, and he was ex-military. So he had a little bit of um, knowledge with smoke and stuff. And he walked down to get the kids snacks and get back to the ho- the hotel, he says. And he could see the, the um, smoke was changing color. And he said, I better get back. He hasn't seen his family since, and there's no communication. He can't get oh, back Jesus. to where, where Marriott is. And his three kids, wife, mother-in-law, everybody, he doesn't know if they're alive or if they're dead. And and he's talking from his point of view. If they're alive, they don't know if he's alive or dead. He went out for the snacks, right? So, I mean, I just the tra- that those are the things we should be talking about. Not someone picking up a chair and everybody thinks that's hysterical because i, I got to be honest. I'm probably a big patty pooper, but I don't think that's funny. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> laughing over that. Are you a party pooper, Bobby? Don't be a party. Every party pooper. needs a yeah, pooper. That's that is, why we invited that is, you. And, and and I'm with you, Bobby. I have not. I have yet to go to Hawaii, but it's paradise. You know, everybody says. So you're right. You lose all the landscaping, and these fires are crazy. I'm, when you look at it, they're everywhere, and that smoke is so thick. You have to think about the people who have breathing yeah. issues, and a lot. There's a lot of elderly in Hawaii. Oh my God! And even just some of those plants and stuff. I can't even imagine. Um, what, uh, yeah, so I, it, that was low humidity mixed with, um, a hurricane and hurricane is very different. So it carried just a spark. It carried it right up and lit everything up on fire. But, um, you know, there's another tragedy and we talked about it on coffee time this week and I haven't done a lot of research with it, but what did you think about that little six year old that brought the gun in? No, no gun safe in the house. No trigger, trigger safe on the on the or trigger guard on the on the um weapon and shot his. I guess now it's his first. It's either his kindergarten teacher or his first grade teacher. 
Isn't that, I, think, I, I found yeah. that I think I'm more offended. I think I'm more offended that he said, yeah, I shot that bitch or something like that. Right? They said that yeah, that's dead. What he said. I shot or something uh-huh. to those. And then, and then I watched the news and they had the nerve to say that he had a history of bad behavior. I'm like, he's six. A history of bad behavior. He did the year before. I guess he tried to choke a choke a um, another student. Um, Bobby, um, here's my question: as an administrator, what's happening in that a teacher, house? or not only that house, as a teacher or administrator, or if you see this, you have to know that something is happening. Y'all should have been investigating what is going on with this they, kid. But they could have, you know, we don't know, unfortunately, they don't give us that, right? So, so the news is great at giving us the clickbait and giving us the punchline, right? You know, you know, a joke, you've got to build up to it, but they don't give you the whole story. They don't give you the build up. So my guess, if they said there was a history with this kid, I'm sure that something was going on. It's how they knew to get into that house to see if there was a gun safe, right? I'm, I, I, we're probably failing them because we just talked about doing service. People also don't want to go into social service. They don't want to go into all these areas that we need to keep, you know, our community safe. Um, people don't like those jobs. Those jobs don't pay a lot. They're not sexy. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I am praying for that kid because it's six year old if he's like this and he's boasting about shooting the, the bee uh, and he got her like it was some sort of thrill. Uh, there is something that has to be going in, in with that household. Um, and I hope the I parents was, have I- to carnival. I, I think I was more baffled by a history. I'm like, what kind? Of, he's only six. What kind of history the hell could he have just got out of Pampers? This is what I'm talking about: parenting and governing. Yeah, you got a baby, but who's watching it? Who's raising it? Who's teaching it? Who's showing right. it? Because apparently, this kid, what he has been seeing, is, is you should be my age to witness shit. I know. I mean, I'm sure Jeffrey Dahmer had a had a a history, right? Um, but not at, at some six. point. I don't know. We don't know. Was he killing the animals in the neighborhood? You know, like somebody, sh- and I'm not saying that's his child. I want anyone to think I'm alluding to that's what's going on with him. But let's make sure it doesn't happen. Let's get him so he doesn't fall through the cracks and explain what was wrong. Is he playing horrible, violent video games at six that he shouldn't be touching? And that's where the verbiage is coming from. And, you know, you can't have those be your babysitter either. You've got to actually be involved with the kid. Now I'm saying that and I sound judgy. His mother might work three jobs because she's trying to keep the house together. So, you know, she's not able to spend as much time. I don't know what it is, but I think well, it takes a village. We, we never blame the mother because we don't know who's right. No. Who's well, no, we don't. But, but it takes yeah. a village and his village needs to surround him. And, Girl, his, and his village is a little too gangster for me. <laughs> <laughs> something, right? I, I, oh absolutely something. Um, I'm trying to look here. They had the, oh, you know what? I want to take a mention. Back in business, I, I noted the the agenda item. The two Tennessee reps that were expelled um, back in April for protesting um, gun safety, are they both won their seats back. So uh, Justin Jones, 27. I love that these kids are their kids, right? And, yeah. and they're actually getting involved. They're doing what we're talking about. They're doing service and giving back to the community. And Justin and, Pearson, they both won their and seats. They won their, yeah, and they won their seats back unanimously. I also want to touch on Bobby Clifford. I want to thank the FBI publicly for doing a great job this week of taking down the man that was trying to take down our president of the right? United States, Joe Biden. His name was Craig Robinson. And the funny part about that is there's a comedian named Craig Robinson who's our friend. I called him. I say, dude, are you trying to mess with my president? And we laugh. But I'm glad that the FBI took him out. If that sends a warning, a clear warning that this is not what we're having in this country, leave the president alone and just live your life. 
Thank you, FBI, for doing what you need to do. Oh, I didn't want to hear any more arrested without incident. Thank you for taking him where he needed to go. He did. I mean, he was an older, just the carelessness in being on social media. You know, his quote was that he was going to dig out his old ghillie suit, clean the dust off. Um, the M24 sniper, 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 God, say that 10 times fast, rifle, and welcome the buffoon in chief. You can't put that on social media, sir. So he it was the so opposite much, of being on. That is what I was saying about Alabama. That is, that is, a, it's so many different people's mindset here in this country. We are so separated. It's so scary. It is scary, but so scary. they went to serve him with a, with a warrant and, I don't know, you know, I don't have a lot of detail about what happened, but I'm thinking, sweet Mary, he, he must have, he, or he answered the door with the gun and they probably said gun and he lifted it instead of put it down or we'll, we'll, we'll have more. There'll be more that will, that will kind of unfold with that too, but I am well, glad that the president's from, okay. It'll be more from the story, but it won't be no more from his story because he ain't got no more right. stories to tell. Yeah. And, and was it worth it? I hope if he's up in heaven or if he's down in the other way, was it worth it? Um, not so much. They had the GOP that that Iowa State Fair, and and I think that Ron DeSantis was heckled off the stage. <laughs> he didn't do so well with the Iowa folk. I love that that tickled the hell out of you, Bobby. <laughs> uh, well, you Can know you that imagine? that's not that's not his forte. But you know that's you know they're debating, and you know Trump is Trump going to do his thing, but. Trump will not sign that uh, beat Joe Biden paper. He won't sign that paper. That, that, the beat, the beat, uh, the pledge, the loyalty pledge, um, which which is just a commitment. It's a commitment um, back to the to the to whoever the other Republican nominee will be. So if he doesn't win, that he will support and back, which is what we're all supposed to do. Right. So, you know, we talked about Biden. Biden is an older guy. We didn't necessarily he wasn't necessarily our first choice. I liked him for everything that he could do, but I was a little worried about his age. But um, but everybody, look at Bernie Sanders. He might have he might have been sucking a lemon, but he got behind him and he backed him because he knew that's what we needed. The the um, we needed a choice other than Trump, and it was really a beat Trump at that point. So, but well, but well, he can't well do it. I don't know why people are surprised that he didn't sign it when he lost. He didn't even concede. So he, that's you exactly. Know? He so you think he's going to support somebody else? You know, he had a comment that, you know, there are three or four people that he would never even consider um, having in in the White House. Well, they only have like five candidates to him. <laughs> so he's not going to support four of them. But, you know, he's the only one that's like he's 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 like the, the little kid. They stole his marbles. And so he went home. <laughs> I believe that his arrogance would let him allow him to run as president and vice president because that's who, who he believes he is. And I love that his supporters keep donating to Stop the Steal after Joe Biden had been president for four years. Oh, yeah, we're about to overturn it now. Y'all just keep sending y'all pull of money. He, he needs it, honey. He needs it. He needs it. He needs it. I, Bobby Clifford, you... oh, I don't, I don't know what, what, what he is going to do because these charges keep coming up. And it's just keep threatening him not to speak. But the strategic part that I admire about Donald Trump on this is that he keeps taking this narrative to control it his way. He is pushing this train and driving it when we're supposed to be putting him somewhere else. He is pushing the narrative that he wants. That is so savvy to me. That's gangster. I mean, that's what I, I, I wish that the Democrats would do that more. I especially need now. I love you, Joe. 
and I know the way that you'd like to run it, but the people need to hear how well you're doing. And I know you don't want to be a braggart and President Obama didn't want to be one either. You just like to do the work, keep your head down and keep pushing forward. But right now, the American people, they need to hear it. They need to hear that the economy has been better than it has been in X days. Inflation is on its way down. Job growth has never been so much. We have the CHIPS Act in. Um, now, uh, he just recently, I think this week, put in some sort of artificial intelligence um, guidelines or rules on that they don't want work going out to China and they don't work, want plans or anything. They want to keep all that work here. They want to restrict investments in Chinese artificial intelligence and instead put those monies into our own people, training our own people and creating the products ourselves. So I, I think he's doing it, but let's hear that, you know, because people think yeah. he's sitting at home. All everybody talks about is he does nothing but take naps all day. Well, if for taking naps, imagine if he was awake, Jesus, he'd light the world on fire. Well, he needs his nap because the other one needed to take a nap because he wasn't yeah. ever talking about shit. But, oh, wow. Wow, Bobby. This has been a very interesting episode. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> if you are listening to Laugh and Learn this week, we have went on the ups and downs. I, I tell you that as a as a, a a a trans person a black man uh a dad uh, a a single dad two or three but as an american i want all of us to win i'm not anti anything else i'm not anti white i'm not anti asian yes i'm pro black cuz that's who god made me and i respect whatever nationality you are you should be pro that nationality that doesn't make you anti anything else and what we have to stop doing is thinking that all persons racist because we don't see color. Unless you blind, you see color. But, do but you we're see American first. Yeah, yeah. but do you, and do you see that person that we came with? None of us were here, but the indigenous people. We all came. We all visited. Yeah. When you visit in somebody's house, you're supposed to act polite. <laughs> we're not acting polite, y'all. We're not acting polite. No, I don't think so either. And oh, you're gonna. I'm not gonna get his name right. I need you to say the name. We always do the deaths of the week, and we have we lost our cha cha slide writer. Um, oh, from, from Chicago, my friend Casper. Casper uh, created the Casper slide. What I knew about Casper, my friend, of uh, Casper uh, was 58 years. He battled two t two different cancers. He had liver cancer, and he Ooh. had uh, I think it was pancre pancreatic cancer. It was whatever it was. It was it was horrible. He was the nicest man, Bobby Clifford. I've been knowing mm. Casper since 1980. Uh huh. And uh, <laughs> when you were born, back in the uh -huh. back in the nursery. <laughs> yes, and uh, they, he used to have shows all over the city of Chicago. Uh, little contest, a hundred dollars for first prize at clubs called the Malibu and the Surf. And these were clubs that were very trans girls and drag queens stuff like that would just you just wouldn't go because you just knew you was gonna get you. he always made a safe space for us even back then we would get in the contest we became fan favorites they looked forward to us and they warmed up to us because we allowed it to happen organically we would go and win and work with him and it was way before his time this was 89 88 so it was a great time bobby oh my god he was a very fair man uh, prayers to his family, prayers to Chicago, but he left the legacy because maybe everybody do the cha-cha slide. I heard y'all do a cha-cha <laughs> slide on Love Mounds the other day. Yes, 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 yes. But I didn't want I didn't want us to go and not mention them. And then Thank the other thing I wanted to mention, me. oh, don't be silly, was did you hear that DeSantis now, you have to have special permission from your parents to be called a nickname? <laughs> okay. At, we're not going to even address that. Because here at Laugh and Learn, 
We are not trying to get you to change your mind. We are only trying to get you to use your mind. Why, Bobby? Because what? Because a mind is is a terrible thing to waste. And if you heard what Bobby just said about Ron DeSantis, <laughs> that is a wasted mind, ladies and gentlemen. Hell. Oh my God, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He is getting on my nerves. Uh, not the Lord, but DeSantis. <laughs> oh my God. My God. Have a good you, week, the, the baffling part, though, Bobby, is people listen to that. They buying into I don't know where people. Woo. Well, I mean, this is why they're heckling him, probably. Can you imagine? You couldn't call you Flame. I couldn't be Bobby. Oh you need to have God. permission from your mom. Yeah, I can't imagine. Uh, and that's what we're I talking mean, about instead of the issues. Needs, I think he needs to get permission from his mom. That's the truth. Right. We can't call him Ron. Ronald. Oh, McDonald! Look, McDonald. <laughs> exactly. Hey, you can follow. But what can we follow you at, Bobby Clifford? You can follow me at Clifford Bobby on Instagram or Bobby Clifford on Facebook. How about you? you? Can follow me on Flame Monroe and everything except for Instagram. It's at Monroe Flame. I appreciate you guys. We want to thank you guys for listening to us here on the Black Effect Network or iHeart, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Keep downloading the episodes. And like and then sharing with your friends. We hope that you learned something from our page or that you send us some inboxes to teach us something because that is what we do. We mm -hmm. are organic people and energy is transferable just like knowledge is transferable. And you can teach me because I ain't too old to learn. And I'm damn sure going to teach you a trick or two because I'm damn sure young enough to teach. Oh. <laughs> it's so silly. And with my lovely co host Bobby Cooper here and my partner, my producer Aaron. We have a great time. We hope not to ever offend, but to definitely, definitely inspire. Ain't that right, Bobby C? Absolutely. 100%. Okay. Well, we appreciate you here, Laugh and Learn. We will check you guys out next week. Coming up uh, on the 24th, the one and only Margaret Cho. Peace. Don't miss an episode of Laugh and Learn. Listen and subscribe on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Laugh and Learn Podcast is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Our executive producer is Tiffany Haddish. Our theme music is by the one and only Chrissy Payne. Thank you, guys. This is Flame Monroe. <laughs> Don't forget to laugh, listen, and learn. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions. Real sweat, blood, and tears. Real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. 
Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.